Welcome to ZPM. I'm Teresa. And I'm Lenny. Hi, Lenny. How's it going? It's good. It's good. Yeah. You know, just going, working, working. Yeah, teaching, yes. Mm-hmm. In person? Trying or? to, I know. Uh, yeah, we're in person one week and then remote the next week. Mm. So it's good. That's good. I'm in person all the time at my absolutely mandatory, necessary job. Nice. Paper pushing. Hey, would you like to know something about our t-shirts? Sure. The fun police showed up and took them off of Tee Public. Really? Yes. I don't know. That's a shame. It said MGM in my note, so that's either the Stargate Fun Police. Uh, I don't know who owns Ancient Aliens. Maybe it's the same company for using uh, that guy's likeness, but uh, the Fun Police turned up to let me know that we're not allowed to sell those shirts anymore. Oh, uh, that's great. Has he got a cease and desist letter? I, well, not that. Not to stop it. Like, T Public, once they get, like, a notice about that, they just pull it off, and they won't allow it. So, like, even... Oh. So, like, even though it's my own joke, it's either mm-hmm. either the picture of the guy that they had a pro- that somebody had a problem with or the word Stargate. Uh, I, I assume it would be the picture because the guy, he probably looked on your page and on T Public and was like, what's my face doing there? Well, I, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> He's not <laughs> tagged or anything. He's not in the metadata. Ancient aliens guy. So I expect it's Stargate. No, but everybody, everybody knows who he is, so he's probably getting some money. Mm. He is a very famous meme. So I have to think of a different meme that doesn't mention Stargate or anything. Because now that I think about it, I have a Stargate shirt that came from one of those sites. But it just says, no place like home. And it has the gate address. But it doesn't say Stargate anywhere on it. Ah. It might have been MGM then. Mm. It did something. Well, we all know that I got the letter from that time that I... (laughs) Torrented <laughs> Stargate, and that came from MGM. So that yeah. I saw it was said MGM, I was like, I can't believe they still have the fun police. <laughs> I don't get that. It's not like the only people who bought a shirt is me and me again to buy one for you, and somebody bought a sticker. So to that person, I say thank you very much. Now it's limited edition because uh, you got it in under the wire. Yeah. So I'll think of, I guess, a different meme or something we say on this show that uh, that can go on a t-shirt or a sticker or whatever, a patch. Do people still do patches? We need, we need like a, a catchphrase or something. Is it all these people need deep psychological help? Because <laughs> they do. Or like, oh, Hammond or something like that. Oh, Hammond indeed. You know, <laughs> oh, uh, what did I want to tell you? Something about, did you watch Dexter? Remember Dexter? I watched it. I never saw like the last season. You're better off. Don't watch this. Don't even bother. It is. Really? It's that bad? Like no hyperbole. The worst thing I've ever seen on television. Like the literal worst. Oh my God. Nothing has ever ended so poorly in mind. Like ever. In the history, and I'm including shows that just stopped airing, like Carnival and stuff like that. Like, just unresolved cancellations or better endings than this. Like, whatever cliffhanger at the end of Glow is a better ending than the ending of Dexter. Jesus. Even Game of Thrones? Because Game of Thrones is pretty bad. I'm I'm still pretty steamed about it. Uh, Wow. Go ahead and watch that last season of Dexter, because it will 
give you a new perspective, you'll be like, well, I guess it's not that. So there's only up from here. <laughs> wow. I bring up Dexter. Uh, no, because I've heard. Go I've on. heard it's pretty bad, but I didn't know like it was like that bad, like it's terrible. I could not believe my eyes. I I was like absolutely not, and they were like, <laughs> "Yeah, we of course yeah. this is terrible." So they're gonna make ten more episodes, and uh, who's asking for this stuff? Now I know I, I see like a lot of like revived Stargate stuff, and in my heart I want to believe that they're just gonna continue the story with just some other story. Mm-hmm. Like they're not gonna go back and like re, like do fantasy recasting like we did. But they're not gonna really go back. And uh, am I keeping you up? I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I just had a long day. That's all. Me too. Uh, I don't think I don't want to believe that they're going to go back and recast Daniel Jackson and, and Sam and stuff like that. They're just going to pick new people and then that's it. Story carries on. They're really retired, and the end. And they come in for sweeps week, and that's the end of it. <laughs> yeah, they might do like guest spots, right? Like how they did with Atlantis when you see Teal can. But I want to know who's asking. Who's asking for ten more episodes of Dexter? The war poorly ended in the history of television. Probably, probably the people who were pissed off on how it ended there's no coming back that's the thing i mean i don't want to spoil it for you but uh it's terrible and there's it's not that there's no coming back but there's kind of no coming back from it he's not dead or anything but like it's still like what a letdown they just resolved it terribly that's that's a shame i mean i'll tell you how it ends if you really want to know his sister ends up in a coma and he tips her out into the water where he buries all his victims and then he moves into the woods in Oregon, and that's it. He's a lumberjack, a literal lumberjack. That's it. No kid, no. Wow, kid. that is that is that is I know. It's an atrocity. <laughs> it's like a, oh. an honest to god atrocity. So like, what are they gonna do? Just pan back in on his cabin in the woods in his Unabomber shack or whatever he's got going on? Right. Because I mean, I just honestly, I just don't understand. What and who wanted it? Who's asking for that? I'm like, who's asking for any of I, this? Not just Dexter, but like... I still, I still say the best uh, ending I saw for a series was Breaking Bad. Mm, I didn't like Breaking Bad at all, so I couldn't tell you how it ended. Oh, wait, no, I can. I saw like no? the, the fantasy shoot gun trunk thing. No, I just yeah. didn't care. Like the, I, Everybody was so unlikable. I was like, I'm not into this. Really? You didn't like uh, Pinkman? No. You didn't like Aaron Paul's character? I like Aaron Paul, but I don't like that character. There's just like a there's like a, a limit to like the the genre that like how much of that I'm willing to put up with. Well, I liked it because it took like a good guy and really brought out how evil he actually was. And uh Brian Cranston's character. Mm. I just like even in the first like I watched the first episode, I'm watching him be like, I guess we make meth in this trailer now or whatever. And I was like, or whatever. I was like, I don't care about this at all. I don't care what happens. His family looks like they suck. Boo. Uh, I just can't get behind that kind of stuff. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. That's good. Yeah, my husband loved it. Everybody loved it but me. So that's where that is. Moo. Bong. And other shows that they revive where they're like, here's... The only one I've heard good, like reasonably good things about was uh, Mad About You. <laughs> I haven't even seen it, the the revival. Me neither, but everybody's like, it's really great. It's like right in the heart. And you're like, really? Okay. 
But everything else I've I've heard of revived television shows, no good. And I love me some X Files, and I'm like, I don't know. I liked how the first I uh, let me. It started off okay, and then but it got confusing towards the end. The revival of X Files. Mm. I thought they should have just handed it off to. I'm going to turn your little volume guy up a little bit. Uh, when they introduced. Uh, girl from Six Feet Under and Firestorm. Yes. Just pass it to them, and then that's the, the end of it. Thing. I'm fine with those two new yes, characters. I yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Like, oh, they're gonna hand it off. Nope. Okay. They really should have. They should have just given the roles to them, and then and then see themselves out. Be like, I know where the door is. Right. But here we are. But people were like, "Is that the baby?" You know how the internet works. <laughs> yeah. But I like a con- I'd like a continuation of stories, so that goes in line with like the continuation of Stargate being new characters in a new mm-hmm. pile of adventures. But technically, but technically, for the X Files, isn't the conspiracy pretty much over? It's never over, is it? Though you know, is it? But they can't, Yeah, but didn't they technically destroy the conspiracy? No. There's always people no? to carry it on. There's always somebody. I, I mean, sure. You th- you really think they killed the cigarette smoking man, but like, how many times did you really think they killed the cigarette smoking man? Well, they didn't just kill him. <laughs> they obliterated him. Theoretically, sure. Theoretically. Yeah, that's true. As long as there is a pulse in William B. Davis's heart, cigarette smoking <laughs> man is still available to be in the show. Yeah, my favorite, though, is always Alex Krychek, though. Oh, my God. He's my favorite, too. So dreamy. Mm-hmm. But he's a real nice guy in real life, that Nicholas Lee. Yeah. I know, right? <laughs> I'm like, oh, you're not a Russian <laughs> spy? What a letdown. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, you're cool. Oh. Uh, he was always my favorite. That's true. Boy. Mm. Mm-hmm. Talk about a show that had a lot of fun police. They had like a whole department dedicated to ta- early internet days, taking down fan websites for the X Files. Yeah, I remember those. Mm-mm. So, ugh. that's free press, as far as I'm. Is like any anytime somebody comes by to be like, "Hey, you can't make a fan video using this song and these images." I'm like, "Why are you taking away free advertisement for your show and your band?" It's copyrighted. That's why. Yeah, but they're it's not making any money. I'm not making any. Nobody's making any money out of this. So when I use. Like, if I were to use, like, a new song and put images from Breaking Bad behind it, I would just make a fan video or whatever. That's for want they want they want money for it, though. They want, your, they want you to pay for it. That's the whole point. But I've already paid for it because I have the single, which means I've already bought it. And I have the TV show because that's where I got the clips from. So I bought all of those things, and now I've made a fan video for everybody to watch. Hearing... Like a Billie Eilish, I would never, but let's say it's Billie Eilish, because that's current, and I'm a current person. Mm-hmm. I don't like her, to be clear. If I put a Billie Eilish song over a fan video for Breaking Bad, that's now is free advertisement for buying Billie Eilish's album, because this song's so good, maybe I'll check out other songs, and buying the rest of the seasons of Breaking Bad, which you probably already did if you're looking up a fan video. If you're looking for that... yes. What do you do? Yes, but you use her. But you use her song according to the law. You use her song for your personal gain without her permission. 
The only game I get is satisfaction. Her. Like, I feel good inside. Well, <laughs> That's it. I don't make well, any money. The, the, they don't know that. They do know that. I have Firefly fan videos, you know? Like, I've never seen a dime from a Firefly fan video. I've seen a lot of likes. And that's it. <laughs> and when uh, I used a Sponge Song in one and uh, Orbit Suns Song in another. And those are... Orbit Suds is not exactly uh, like a national. It's a regional Michigan band. So, you know, mm-hmm. go check out the Orbit Suns. Yeah. They're really good and cool. <laughs> and they wrote a song that makes me think of Firefly. So I made a video about it. Nice. But nobody gets hurt. You know what I mean? That's what I'm, all I'm saying is nobody's getting hurt here. And, and it's not the artist personally that's out there being like, hey, my things. It's absolutely the record company. And they're just... The fun police. That's why we can't use commercial songs on podcasts because then they, they're like, ah, you can't use our things. It's our things. And I'm like, Ugh. Yeah. It's so exhausting. It's the establishment. I hate the man, TM. You know who else hates the man? Everybody in the SGC. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. Yes, SG1. It's time to talk about Stargate. It's time for me to stop it is. complaining about the man and talk about the man the man is hammond yes, in this episode in a very good episode yes it's 1969 mm-hmm. and in the cold open it's uh the gate room and sam is doing some calculating and jack and daniel are bored <laughs> well that was and they're right by the gate what did i say oh uh sam's got a cut on her hand and um Hammond sees I th- I remember most of this episode but I don't remember like the logistics so like I see Hammond see that cut and I was like hoo, 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 he knows it's time travel day <laughs> uh, they pop- he gets very morose for some reason oh yeah he's like no, I'm saying he gets very yeah he's like oh <laughs> uh, they pop out through the gate and it's the gate room but now it's a rocket and they're under the rocket and Teal'c shooting it with his at gun is so very Teal'c. Slowly, slowly shooting it with his at gun is amazing. He's looking. He must look at rockets like, like just, what is this like, like stick in a wheel toy you've got here? This ancient, sad thing. Yeah, I see it. The equivalent of like us looking at like a, a horse and buggy. He must be like, <laughs> wow. I never thought I'd see something so old. This is so old. And why are they scared of it? (laughs) It's like whenever you see somebody in the wild, like on a payphone, you're like, wow, really? A payphone? (laughs) A payphone. There's still payphones near me, though. I know. And the only thing that happens on a payphone now is crime. There's crimes. They're arranging Mm -hmm. for crimes to take place. It's a drop point. They're going to meet up somewhere else later to do a different crime. Uh, in Hempstead, they still have phone. There's a phone booth in Hempstead, like a booth, like literally, like Superman goes in and changes phone booth. Superman, if Superman were about to do a crime, because that's what phone booths are yes. for. <laughs> yes. Uh, Thanks to the movie. Oh my gosh! Can I? T- oh, don't even get me started. Don't even get me. Please, please. <laughs> get me started. Dumb old bloody. Uh, don't get me distracted because they got arrested right away 
he's added it and then people came in and they were like absolutely not with whatever this is mm-hmm. uh sam goes through uh the grandfather clause and what that means as far as time travel is concerned they're already screwing it up by the way it's it's too late for them i mean they're doing their best to mitigate damages that they've already caused uh but, and Hammond finds uh, the note in the pocket, and he's like, oh, help them. All right. Like, all right. I wouldn't recognize my own handwriting if I <laughs> like, saw okay. it, by the way. He's like, later on, he's like, it was in my handwriting. What are you even talking about? What are you talking about? If you handed me a note like, in my writing, know? I'd be like, I, what is this? Lots of I people would, write Yeah, I wouldn't this. recognize it. Like, what is this? What even is this? Uh, so they're interrogating O'Neill. Who's the only one who gets this interrogation scene uh, where they think he's a communist. He's a Russian spy or whatever. And he says... Thanks to Daniel. Yeah. Daniel? (laughs) Yeah. Can I tell you? Please with Daniel. (laughs) Although I'm like infatuated a little bit with Daniel right now. Yeah. Even though he causes a whole bunch of trouble in this episode. Yeah. He's He's a real wild child, that one. In the interrogation room, when... Jack says, I'm um, Kirk, Captain Kirk, James T. Kirk. Mm-hmm. Uh, just so you know, in case anybody else out there doesn't know, but I'm sure that you all do know, that Star Trek premiered in 1966. And in fact, the series finale was two months before they time travel. Yeah. So that guy would have heard of the name Captain Kirk, and he would have been like, nice try, a-hole. <laughs> i give him Skywalker, but I wouldn't have given him Kirk. I would have been like, you think I didn't just watch that two months uh, yeah, ago? I watched Kirk. it two months ago. Right? It's like, hello, I'm a fan. Oop, hang on a second. Wait, am I plugged in? Yes, I am plugged in. Sorry. It was uh, the scanner. My flatbed scanner got disconnected. Or Who cares? Oh, my God. So tiring. So, uh, uh-huh. there you go. There's a plot hole. Stargate's ruined. Show over. Goodbye. <laughs> the end. Thanks, everyone. Uh, Hammond, uh, in current times, like they're like, oh my god, SG one disappeared. We gotta go find them and send out the teams and gather the muster the forces. And he's like trying to play. And Hammond's cool. just like, no. He's like, it's cool. They're out there. They'll just don't even let you. It's fine. Look, they do this all the time. You know what I mean? We don't have to send out the whole regalia for it. They're like, sir. He's yeah. like. And the end, the lieutenant's like, sir, are you sure? He's like, oh, I guess they're on their own in this one. <laughs> what? He's like, do, 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 do. <laughs> he's like, you know how it is, right? I'm going to leave. I'm like, he's bad at playing it yep. cool. He is. Uh, they get a flat tire. And then young Hammond shows up to help them out because that's the help them part of the show. I put a hard and I got to say, I, I got to say, the guy playing young Hammond has his, in, his inflection is down perfectly. Isn't that fun? Yeah. They who did that? Uh, Joseph Gordon. Joseph Gordon Levitt. Joseph Gordon Levitt. Yeah. He did that for Looper to get the mannerisms of a Bruce Willis that couldn't give a toss that he was in a movie right now. Yeah. <laughs> I did like Looper though. That's one of that's the only uh, Ryan Johnson movie I like. I like The Last Jedi. Everyone can fight me. Okay. That sounds like somebody... You like The Last Jedi. I I do. You know what? I like it a lot. That's fine. I like New Directions. Okay. I had a long talk about Star Wars the other night, so I'll spare spare you from it now. Uh, 
Which isn't to say <laughs> I didn't like uh, The Last Jedi or The Last, yeah, right? Uh, the Rise of Skywalker. I like The Rise of Skywalker. It was fine. I just like I a did, different idea I better. I like other ideas better than that. I don't like that they dropped that Finn it's not was force sensitive. I don't like that. Let him have his forceness yeah, or whatever. It's it's not even yeah, it's not even because like the story didn't seem right to me. How do you go from you know, Ray's parents to nobody to like Palpatine's her grandfather? Excuse me? It's rude. It's rude is what it is. Uh, it's because that's what happens when you bow down to uh fan service. That's what happens. I'm looking at you, Snyder Cut. I don't have to do any reshoots <laughs> except all of the reshoots I have to do to make a movie that the fans wanted in the first place because we're letting them dictate whatever now. Whatever. Don't do it. Don't make anything. Yeah. You made what you made, and that's it. You made what you made. You don't see anybody going back and fixing the Fantastic Four. They're like, we made what we made. I mean, they should, but <laughs> it's too late now. Hey, just try again. Just try again. You know what happens when I make a crappy cake? I just go and I try and make a different cake. Does your cake cost uh, $100 million, though? It does in, in time. $100 million time. Because <laughs> then i got to clean the, the KitchenAid, and i got to try again. And then I'm already mad. But that doesn't stop them from trying again. Look how often they try with Spider-Man before they landed on this one. To be fair, Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man is pretty good. The first two are very Except good. Except for the third one. There we are. Yeah, the first two are great. <laughs> That third one is very questionable. And then The Amazing Spider-Man was whatever. It was whatever. Yeah, I, f I forgot about The Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, don't forget. They tried again, and it didn't work out. And they were like, oof, that didn't work. Try again. And then they tried again, and it was like, they're like, yes. Got it. Yeah, and Amazing Spider-Man 2 with, uh, you know, the 90s special effects they tried. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 90s. The 90s. It was, because look, look at Electro. Electro looked like he's like from a 90s version of spider-man you know electro is coming back and it's jamie fox again really oh yeah really he's coming back as electro I hope it looks different he said he's not I gonna really be that blue different. that but i think that's like some leftover special effects from the green lantern where they were like what if we illuminated the suit in a really not good way mm. i tell you i when i watched the I green know. lantern i thought it was jarring the special effects were such a huge distraction from anything else that was going on it wasn't the worst thing i've ever seen because I've also seen the finale of Dexter. <laughs> well, I've seen Batman and Robin. Although now I think it's just comedy. I used to think it was yeah. like the worst thing in the world. Yeah, but like, is it? It's but now it's just funny. Absolute. See, but that's like the kind of bad that comes back around to being good because it's such, it's so wild, and that's that's what you can hope for that you get something that that is that just comes back around the other side. Yeah. I gotta tell you though, Schwarzenegger was brilliant in that movie. Looking yeah. back at it now, I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, it's not a you know, it's not like a Scorsese film or anything. But oh no, bad movies are fun like that. But you can't say that about the Amazing Spider-Man. No offense, to Andrew Garfield, because that's not so bad. It comes mm -hmm. back around. Spider-Man Three is almost ready to come back around for being as bad as it is. Almost more movies have to lampoon it almost. a little bit more. We're very close. <laughs> Uh, back to Stargate. Back to 1969 before any of this. Well, Marvel was still <laughs> happening. They were still writing very bizarre storylines, but they're not movies yet. So Hammond arranges for this flat tire, and they go and they get their gear. See, that disappearing Zack gun trick is handy. 
I don't know why people gave him such grief back in the day. Because it didn't kind of, it it didn't make sense, but now it does. And in this, and see, in this episode, it does make sense. Because yeah, you would do that if you if it could do that. You yeah. know what I mean? You don't want to leave a pile of bodies and all your evidence lying around. Get rid of it. True. I know Wait, it's like how, convenient. How did he? Yeah. How did he arrange for the flat tire though? I don't know. Maybe under the cover of night, he snuck out and he was like, "This is the road they'll take." And he drives down ten miles and he puts like a tack in the road and hopes that they hit. He, all he puts of the like he, what? He just comes in and throws like cow traps all over the road. You know, I or like uh, maybe he put like a tiny. They wouldn't have anything tiny in 1969. Like if I was like a tiny explosive, if they wanted like a little tiny like James Bond explosive, it would have been half the size of the truck. Exactly. Well, I don't know. Best not to think of it. Uh, Jack's like, we're going to go find that Stargate. And they zat young Hammond so he doesn't get court-martialed for helping them escape, which is very sweet. It is. Aww. Uh, they send Sam out to thumb a ride. But they, I feel like there was like a really good joke that could have been done there with Teal'c. Because Teal'c's like, this is ineffective. And he just gets out and stops like the bus. The hippie bus. Right. And uh, I was like, oh, they could have done like um, like a classic movie thing where like Daniel's trying it first and, and Sam's like out of the way and like shows her leg or like lifts up a pant leg or whatever. And it's still the hippie bus that stops like all of it could have worked. Yeah, but I'm sure I meant it's happening. Didn't want the whole, you know, I got to show like leg or something. Oh, it happened one night. That's the movie that that happens in where the the guy has his thumb out and and. uh and the woman's like, get out of my way. And immediately gets a ride. Because <laughs> uh, it's 1969. Like, that would have worked. That would have been mm-hmm. right on par. So they're sitting in the... And I wrote down, is is Daniel like the Jack Harkness of this operation? Because he's sitting next to that woman. And that woman is in love with the driver. But she's like, hi. And I'm like, I know it's an experimental time. But Daniel looks like he's like, I'm going <laughs> to... Every time Daniel says hi, it's always flirting. Like Jack. I also, yeah, I also did like uh, the subtle nod to like racism. When Tilk walks in the bus and he goes in the back, he's like, nah, man, sit up front with me. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. Tilk doesn't get any of that, though, because that's not a problem where he's from. <laughs> right. He's like, uh, exactly. all right. He's like, I didn't think there was a problem, but sure, it's dude. cool. <laughs> I was sitting in the back, but all right. Can I give Tilk like a, like a 101 things about world history book? Like, for, for children. Like, just give him one of those. Like, because he doesn't know. No, because he'd probably stop helping us. I don't know. He could just hear the war with Canada. That's so funny. <laughs> I forgot about that. He's like, the war with Canada. I'm like, don't give the away war. the plot to Canadian Bacon. <laughs> that movie's not come out yet. But that would be, that would, it would seem to me, rather than tell Teal about the Vietnam War, that they would have let him watch Canadian Bacon. And, uh, and naturally assume there really was a war and then that was a documentary. <laughs> yeah, but see, that would have been too much of uh, the Orson Welles broadcast of War of the Worlds. And he'd probably take it seriously. Oh, buddy. You haven't seen Canadian Bacon. <laughs> it's, a f- it's a movie about a fake war where the United States feeds I've... misinformation to the media about a war with Canada. With oh, John. yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've very funny it. for Teal'c to assume... <laughs> That that's a documentary. Because <laughs> you, when you said Orson Welles, I was like, well, I wouldn't go that far. 
And then I was like, maybe he hasn't and seen you it. You don't know about Tilk, man. <laughs> All right. So Sam figures out how they time travel, solar flares and science stuff. And it's all timey-wimey things. Uh, the hippies are like, we're going to help you. Since uh, they believe that they are aliens. Well, only one of them is an alien. True. <laughs> uh, they split up. This is a big theme, splitting up. Because Jack and Teal take the telescope duty and Sam and Daniel go to see Catherine. I like that Sam, that Daniel's uh, defense is like, what if we're the inspiration that sends her? Yeah, cause, yeah. That Wait. sends her the, gives her the motivation to do the research again. That totally scans, though, that he says that. Because, like, not just in the story, but up into the movie. Like, she carries this, she she doesn't know that that's Daniel Jackson. But maybe once she sees a picture of him like giving his uh, speeches to nobody about alien spaceships landing on pyramids or whatever. Uh, she sees the picture. Speeches to nobody. I like that one. <laughs> sees the picture in the paper and she's like, oh my God, that's the guy from 1969 who was like, hey, me and your father, I have to go get him. Because if nothing else, he's a relation to that man that she saw. This, that, would, by the way, is the mm-hmm. beef I have with, not the only beef I have with, uh, back to the Future, but one of them is, at some point, their child is going to look remarkably like Calvin Klein, and there's no way yes. that his dad isn't going to be like, did Calvin Klein come did back you? for some kind of reunion or something that I don't know about? Because this one looks exactly yeah, like, like him. When did Calvin Klein like have sex with you? Yeah. So that that's never addressed. <laughs> so... At, yeah, at a minimum, Daniel is a relation to the guy who came to visit her in 1969. So of course she's going to go to him. It's it's like, it's like Zack Snyder, uh, not Zack Snyder, um, Superman Returns mm. when Lois ends up pregnant. Because remember, in the second Superman, he wipes her memory. Right, but they still went to Poundtown. So, so yeah, so it's more like Superman. When did you like rape me or something? No, she wouldn't. <laughs> you know? know, but she didn't. She w- well, it wouldn't be that. Superman could never. Oh my goodness. Soups has not got it in him. Uh, maybe... oh, I don't think he would intentionally do it, but he'd do it and like wipe her memory. <laughs> right, and then she'd be like, where'd this baby come from? So she thinks she's got Jesus the whole time. But doesn't she? Because it's a super yeah. baby, right? That's super boy or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, she, but, she's, but she's smart enough to put two and two together. Yeah, she'd be like, ooh, must have. Now, I don't know how I would feel about that. Maybe some of, maybe she, he left that memory. <laughs> Oh, oh, hello. (laughs) We're like, I'll leave this good one right here. Okay, so... Did I flip it over? Okay, so they go to DC and they talk to Catherine. And Catherine's like... Oh, in New York, they talk to Catherine. And Catherine's like, it's in DC. So they're off to DC. And Daniel has like the worst old-timey German accent ever. Holy cow. Where did he even get that thing? (laughs) Like, I'd say at a 99-cent store, but, like, jeez, that was some accent. And it's very old-timey German, like... You know what I bet? I bet it's, like, meta in there. Like, it's not trying to sound like a proper German accent. He's doing a German accent that he thinks that somebody in America would think a German sounds like. Probably. Because, like, I'd buy that. In the 60s, they'd be like, yeah, I bet all these Nazis sound like that. That scans. I love how he rubs in early in the episode. He's like, I speak 23 languages, so pick one. Right? 
Hey, pick German. Don't pick German. We, I, I know. We all know the Nazis <laughs> sent us to the moon. We get it. Mm-hmm. Just a few months prior. Wait, wait, wait. No one, no one knows that yet. Mm. They know it happened like two weeks before they show up. They should have just said they were aliens <laughs> from the moon. Okay, so they leave the hippies behind, and uh, because uh, Michael was drafted into the war, and that's sad. Mm. And they're gonna go to Woodstock and like peace, love, and happiness, or whatever. And then he was going to go to Which is like a real down moment in that episode. Like. It really is. Uh, I'm like, oh, that's so sad. (laughs) (laughs) But chip, chip, chip. The episode's almost over. So they go into the abandoned room that has all the crates in it and stuff. And they open the gate. And they get the gate on through jumper cables and a lot of Jeeps that happen to be there. Is that enough electricity? Because it seems like. No, it's not. It can't be. It can't be because I've seen earlier episodes where it's like, yeah, the power. We don't have enough power, and Sam like Jerry rigs like the most ridiculous thing. Or Jack builds a ZPM. Jack built a mini ZPM right? <laughs> to power the gate, and there's and some good Ford engines are are gonna get the job done. Right. Maybe because it's their right. diesel. We don't have a lot of diesel generators no, at the no, SGC. No, I, I refuse to accept that. It's leaded gasoline. <laughs> and that's the secret. We don't have leaded gasoline in the future. It's got to be leaded. Otherwise, it won't power the gate. Okay. Yeah, uh, no, no. No, probably not. <laughs> uh, they jump th- through the gate and they go too far in time. And you see Cassandra... As an old woman. So here's what's weird about time travel. So they go too far into the future, which means they found a different method of travel that isn't the gate because the room is Mm -hmm. all like covered in sheets and stuff like an abandoned vacation home. Well, at this point, they probably have like ships with stargates on them. Maybe. I don't know. I would have liked like a little something about it. But then why keep anything in Cheyenne Mountain, the original gate? covered in sheets and stuff like that like why because you know maybe be- they don't know yeah that maybe because she knows back. also that's, that's interesting true. here's the thing they when they go back in the future and cassandra's there to welcome them they have when they get back to their normal time they now have to tell cassandra that she on this date she has to turn up no matter what to tell yeah them to go back and she always has to do so it now forever essentially yeah it's essentially a time loop so wild time travel so good and crazy so they go back to their own regular time and hammond says i never would have known i never knew what time it was for you to go through the gate to time travel except for the cut on your hand that was like the signifier yeah and then i knew it was time and my destiny was complete <laughs> it was my time time to go to the library which is the thing from doctor who because <laughs> that's timey-wimey stuff with Doctor Who. Here's what's real messed up. And like, I know it would have made for a far sadder ending. But if they looked up to see what happened to Michael and Maria, like what that shook out to be, like maybe they did make it to Canada and they dodged the draft. Or maybe he does die. Or maybe he's one of like a, a million techs that work at the SGC because this alien story inspired them to join. So he does well, join and or he like, survives. Or like his son or something. Right, he survives yeah, Vietnam. Yeah, like his son and, becomes. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. I think that would have been nice. Yeah, a little follow up, guys. A little follow up. But I give it otherwise. How many stars do you give it? I give it a five. I like this episode a lot. I do too. I give it five stars too because it's so sweet, and I love a bit of time travel, don't I? Mm-hmm. Uh, and plus, Teal had an afro, so. Oh my gosh! I know he gets hair later <laughs> down the line, but uh, this is an especially fun, yeah he does fun bit of hair. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Oh my god! I can't believe we let that happen. Uh, the promo for the next episode is called "Out of Mind." And it's O'Neill in cryo and 70 years in the future. So he's got some uh, more timey-wimey stuff. Uh, maybe? Question marks? Uh, it's called Out of Mind. And it's the season finale. Oh. I know. Pretty exciting. Season finale. That's cool. Which means it's a two-parter probably. Huh. Nice. Do you remember anything about this episode? I remember, uh, what do I remember? I remember it being like really far into the future and some guy telling O'Neill that the entire team is dead. Mm. I didn't remember this, which is sad for a season finale. But 1969 so memorable. Yeah. It is. That should have been the season finale, in my opinion. Mm. Can you do a Monster of the Week? Because it would end it on a, you know, on a high note. Can you do a Monster what, of the mean, Week? Uh, for... No, you have to do the arc. Yeah, probably so. All right, got anything to plug? Uh, yes. Uh, so as you know, my friend has a bakery that right. she's promoting online. Right. And she makes cakes and cookies and a whole bunch of goodies. So you can reach her on Instagram at baked by underscore Fiore. And you can also reach her in Gmail at uh, baked by Fiore, F-I-O-R-E at gmail.com um she delivers she will deliver in lehigh valley pennsylvania and in north jersey but if you do live you know if you do not live in those states she will uh negotiate with you like shipping prices and everything or you know all you have to do is reach her by gmail okay great listen to last god standing we're coming out of the i keep calling them quarterfinals they're not they're really uh not that. Shouldn't it be like what uh, finals now? We're up to, now. We're technically up to the quarterfinals, uh, and then the semifinals, and then the final. So we have seven episodes left in the Greek gods uh, before we move on to mm. a different set of gods. Who knows what set we'll use? But you know, I'll let you know. Uh, they almost certainly have featured in Stargate at some point. I don't know. I don't know if it'll be Egyptian gods that we do this time around, but they use. All kinds of pantheons, especially when they start having their little uh, system lord meetings. And then we get to meet Baal. Yeah. Yum, yum. All right. Everybody have a good week. Goodbye. See you later. <laughs> <laughs>